1: Hello everybody, welcome back to After Buzz TV's Parenthood After Show. We are so excited to be talking about Season 6, Episode 3, The Waiting Room. And boy, did we wait tonight. (laughs) I have a lovely full panel with me tonight. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. And ladies, introduce yourselves. Hey guys, I'm Lexi Hamasfar. Hey y'all, I'm April Wilson-Hant. Hey guys, I'm Kelly All Alright, I mean, what did we think of this episode? Very hard-hitting. Very hard-hitting. Yeah. It was so sad,
2: in my opinion. I mm. I usually don't get, like, very teary-eyed for shows in general, but I was tearing up. I texted my mom, and I was like, this is so sad.
3: <laughs> just so many parts of it tonight, with every character, just really, like, hit me, as they, of course, always do, like always. I said last week. But just, I feel like there were no, like, super happy moments. This was just, like, a punch-in-the-gut kind of episode tonight.
1: Yeah.
3: I really
0: really got teary-eyed when Zeke you know when he when he had his big emotional moment Mm -hmm. I think that's when I think that's probably one of the biggest times that I've gotten super teary-eyed over the entire parenthood seasons over all of them Mm -hmm. oh
1: so far I mean we will definitely get into it but let's start on a more lighter note (laughs) yes (laughs) Joel and Julia and Chris Jeffries now we have his first name I mean, okay, so we start really with Julia and Chris at their office, and they're talking about, oh, oh, college stories. What do we think of this now that we know there's a lot more history between the two of them? It was a sweet moment. I didn't
3: know, well, I guess none of us knew that they had all of that history. I didn't expect... um for that to come, I thought, you know, they met at work and that's how they knew each other. Uh, it was definitely a sweet moment. It made me feel a little more like, oh, but then, you know, I see Joel and it all comes back for him. I really, I really like them together. After seeing this episode,
0: I'm super pro really? Julia and Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had a kind of a similar situation <laughs> with like a. A friend from forever ago. So, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, I like it, and yes. he's so good to her
2: right now. The good Twizzlers. Right now. That is a yeah. point, so Lexi. Cute. What do you think? <laughs> the only thing that sells me on Chris is the Twizzlers, because for anyone who knows me,
0: <laughs> you can win me over with Twizzlers.
2: But I, I, together in general, he just looks like a teenager. I don't know. His haircut just really bothered me at night, and I <laughs> just had a hard time moving past it. So. I'm, I'm, I'm still get a new haircut. Yes, it. yes.
1: I was like, let's base this relationship off of his looks. I mean, his face is good though. His face, his face is good. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. I I will give it to them. They do look cute together. Yeah. I mean, I think most of us are for. Team Joel and Julia, yeah, whatever. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. but you know, I kind of do in a way they do have chemistry together. Mm-hmm, and they, they are do. cute, but the fact that he is actually he hasn't given us a reason to not like him yet, mm-hmm. and there, therefore, there is that potential for having the good relationship. And even they're talking about introducing him to Zeke. And then there was a particular line Julia says, like, you know, introducing all boyfriends. Mm -hmm. She said the word boyfriend. So, do we think they have gotten to this level yet in defining the relationship?
3: The fact that she told Joel? Definitely. Because that's huge to tell the person that you're still married to that you're seeing someone else. So, I think they're definitely there. He clearly is super into her, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Just, um, you know, little gestures like that, even though technically it was a big gesture, shows that, you know, he's feeling him some Julia. (laughs) But that was the sweetest thing. I I mean, for him to have sent a survival kit with
2: Twizzlers... But I thought that was just, like, such... sexy. I mean, you can send <laughs> yeah. me sweets and I'd yeah. be, like, all over you. You could propose I- to me with Twizzlers, yeah. i like, yes.
1: Uh, a lot of Twizzlers. I kind of want Twizzlers now. I know. Should have gone. <laughs> next <so>. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may- maybe next uh, after show, we- we'll we definitely pig out on Twizzlers. So yes. I love how even Julia's telling Sarah about this, man. Mm-hmm. So, Julia's telling more people.
0: I think we see her happy for once. And we haven't seen her happy in a very, very long time. And so, I think that's why I really like them together because she is just over the moon in love with this guy. Maybe no, no. No,
1: <laughs> no. no, no, no. I don't think she's in love with mm. him yet. But she did say the line. I think he's in love with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true, true, true. it's right now falling in love with the gestures. I think she loves the fact that she's being loved. I right. think mm-hmm. she loves the idea yes, 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 yes. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But Joel still loves her though.
1: Right. Oh, but it's like
0: absolutely.
1: a different kind of love. What? Do, yeah, what do we think of that conversation they had on the phone? And Joel still being the supportive man mm-hmm. that he is, ex-husband. They haven't really officially divorced no, yet. No, they're separated. But he says he's still there in support for everything. Mm-hmm. Is this too confusing right now? I think he's been semi-clear as far as how
3: he feels because he kissed her. He says he wants to be there for her. You know, he's definitely making strides to say that he wants to be there for her again, but she's just not having it because it was so hard for her to get over him. So I think he's definitely sim- – he's not saying, I want to get back together, but he's sending some signals to kind of put it out there.
2: I mean, he went and visited Zeke. I yeah. felt like yeah. that yeah. was just sweet – Yeah, he did not have to do that. I mean, I feel like there's plenty of estranged husbands out there who would not go visit the
1: – um father-in-law father in, in that law. situation. Yeah. I love how you bring that up, because if you think about it, we haven't seen any of Joel's family. Mm-hmm. We've only seen Joel with the Bravermans, because mm-hmm. the Bravermans is his family. That's mm-hmm. all he knows. And he knows. kind of referenced
0: mm-hmm. that, too, tonight. He kind of says, you know, I love this family. I love your father. And Yeah, and... So and it is his family.
1: Despite the fact that he might not be... They're cutting that ties between his connection to the Bravermans. He's still a part of a Bravermans. He's still a Braverman in my eyes. Mm-hmm. 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 For and sure. Then, he, I don't know where this relationship is going. It doesn't look too well right now. It doesn't look good at no. all. It's scaring me. Yeah. but at least
3: yeah. I'm okay with it.
0: <laughs> I, I really do like her and Chris. Okay. Mr. Jeffries. No,
3: it's, it's good to have different opinions on the show. Sydney is going to freak out. Oh. I know. It. I'm like, going to
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> She's not going to handle that well. No. She and Ruby should hang out.
2: Ooh, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I no. was thinking about
1: that.
2: I was like, I think I actually dislike Ruby more than I dislike Sydney. At this point. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Goodness. You know what? Speaking of Ruby, let's just get into them. Let's you do it. it. Sarah and Hank, you know, and Ruby, being a very teenager, yeah. <laughs> um, having, she, they're getting cabin fever worked up in that place that mm-hmm. uh, Hank works at. She wants to get out, wants to hang out with her father, but Hank's not really. Into that, he's too busy working. But Sarah takes her to the pharmacy, to that store, that drugstore. To go shopping. To go. To the drugstore. Woman, you know, girl time. Girl (laughs) time. But what do we think of Ruby being a little kleptomaniac?
3: Poor Ruby.
2: Her resentment for Sarah, I think, or maybe it's just another female in Hank's life or a female in general when she the nail polish scene mm-hmm. when she basically called Sarah old was Red- so
1: yeah that is so not true I so love true. I know I, I love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah, a great so, color I just
2: thought that was really disrespectful of her especially for someone that she's not that familiar with but again mm-hmm. maybe it's just resentment of you know A new girl in Hank's life.
3: I think it definitely is. Um, My parents are divorced. And I remember when my dad first started dating someone, I was like, oh, heck no. (laughs) Even as like a young child at the same time. Obviously, Ruby's taking it in a different way and stealing stuff as a sign of or she's just kind of, you know, showing out. And I, I definitely think it's, you know, a cry for attention. But at the same time, it's she needs
1: to get like a kick in the pants, and straighten up at this point. She needs better discipline. Yeah. Yes. And we even see it from her mother. I'm currently forgetting her name right now. But she's yelling... I feel like it's, Sandy? Yes, yeah. it's exactly. Sandy. Yeah. I think it's Sandy. Yeah, I think it's Sandy. But uh, we see her yelling at Hank being Like, why was she hanging with Sarah? Which is actually a really good point. Mm-hmm. I think she was spot on in this conversation. I don't think that she should have said, I don't want Sarah around my daughter. right well, I was...
0: Nope. Anti. Did not like hearing that at all.
3: No. I think it's so, I mean, it's obviously just up to her. She, I get it in the sense of she is just moving back from, I forget where they moved to, Colorado, or wherever they, they it was. They went to Minnesota. Okay, to yeah, Minnesota. Right. Um, this is a person who she doesn't know at all. So, you know, as a mother, you would, I feel like you would kind of want to get to know the person that your child was hanging out with when she's in such a like, a turmoil state. Um, But at the same time, it's definitely, for sure, a little harsh being like, absolutely not. She cannot be around. I get maybe, like, them two by themselves. But if Hank's there, I mean, why not?
1: Lexi, are you for or against Sarah still being in the relationship or still being there? I think that there's a dynamic with her and Ruby is very interesting. But
2: I could definitely see how if Ruby's already going through such a complicated time and she's already very messed up clearly, then it might not help to have another woman enter the situation who's kind of being seen as a mother figure. But
0: not really, but, you know, Mm -hmm. still the same concept. I don't know if I necessarily see Sarah taking on the motherly role. I feel like she might just want to Kind of help out Hank, or or maybe just hang out with Ruby, just so Ruby stops complaining
1: and hating life. But I don't think she's trying to comfort maybe, well, her and
0: be a mother and, yeah. and take
1: her under her. Maybe ring. not just the mother role, but just someone to talk to. Yeah, because mm-hmm. sometimes it's easier to talk to someone you don't know and spill, out invent all your problems, mm-hmm. and have someone just like take it and not really, you know. I mean, she she's in a relationship with Hank, and she's going to relay that information. But sometimes someone just needs. Like, a young person like Ruby needs an adult just to talk to that you don't have that connection with. Mm -hmm. Therapy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Free therapy. therapeutic. Yeah. I mean, and might as well be Sarah. She's experienced. She knows what it's like being that single parent. I think Sarah would be a great person to talk to. I
3: think so, too. And I don't think that it would be a thing where she would tell Hank. I mean, maybe she would because they're dating. But I feel like, you know, it's one of those things that Ruby could actually trust her to say, you know... This sucks, I'm going through this and it's terrible. And you know, she could be a good shoulder to Leon. Yeah, so I mean, we will see that side of
1: her. Like girl code. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> girl Sometimes code. you need another woman who's not your mother mm-hmm. that you know, in your life. Yeah. Very that, true. I think so. So yeah. alright. Anything else about them other than Ruby's still a teenager. Hopefully, you know, things will start clearing up. Yeah, Mm -hmm. But I can't imagine what that conversation is going to go down with Hank and Sarah finding out that they don't want Sarah around. Well, in the preview, it seems to not be
3: going very well. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I would think it would put a huge wrench in the relationship because if Ruby's moved back, she's going to be around Hank a lot, which means that they're not, Sarah and Hank are going to be able to see each other. But Mm -hmm. does
0: Hank want her to be around?
2: Want Sarah to be around? Sorry, want Ruby
0: to be around. Yeah, I don't think he really has a
2: choice at this point. Though okay, so you as think a father, he's kind of forced and he feels responsible. Okay, well, but, but I w- think he feels responsibility because partially. he
3: moved back. Yeah, and okay. but, like, he was so upset whenever they moved too. Like he definitely wanted to be a part of
1: her life. So I think, yeah, if, he was going to move to, to Minnesota,
0: there. but then he moved yeah. back.
1: Yeah, so it shows that he does want to be that supportive father, and he did say to Sandy that he is trying. Yeah, he's right, not right. the best father, but he he's is trying, trying to be the father right. figure that Ruby definitely needs right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I mean Amber, Amber hmm. and her pregnancy. She she's still trying to figure out how to tell Ryan, mm-hmm. and she goes to tell um, Drew. Drew still didn't know about it, <laughs> and they decide to go on a road trip to Wyoming, all the mm-hmm. way from Berkeley. That's a long road trip. Eighteen For hours. For the moment, moment. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's
0: longer than eighteen hours. It's, a, it's I, more I don't than even a long, thousand though,
1: miles. Yeah. I that's mm. <laughs> not. That's that's a, a, that's that's a good brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, okay. What what do we think of this whole situation with Ryan and how when they even got there to tell him all the news? I think that Amber made a good call at the end.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, i've yeah. I've personally been in not a pill situation before, but one of those ones where it's like you can't change the person. Mm-hmm. You need to step back and remove yourself. And so I totally sympathized and understood with her, or understood her in the sense that she was like, I I need to focus on myself. Like I can't. Be trying to fix you and dealing with your issues at the same time mm-hmm. yeah so i under, i sympathized
3: i think it um it's showing us a way more mature side of amber that i wanted to see for yeah. a long time because you see, obviously, whenever she's talking to Drew after she tells Ryan, you know, he's he's excited about it. I'm going to stay here with him. And so you see her kind of going through that. But then after talking to her brother, she made it, made the decision that she needs to make. And I don't think we would have seen that from Amber even last season, maybe. Um, so it proves she's definitely growing, right. not just belly-wise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I know. No,
0: not at all. Not at all. Um, I thought... It was a little strange, her um, her reasoning for going. She said she wanted to tell Ryan. That in person. That in I mean, person. I get that. I get yeah. that as well. But she also wanted to tell him, I'm raising the baby on my own. You don't need to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I would even tell my, are the ex? fiance or ex-fiance yeah. they yeah. never fiance. got married i i would i don't even know if i'd tell him if i'm saying hey i'm I'm pregnant with your baby you're not gonna be a part of it i i don't oh, that's so weird for me
1: that's that's hard to really you know say what, what's what because i feel like if i had in that situation uh an ex-fiance they were gonna get married and i think he had the right to know absolutely mm-hmm. And, and
2: also, I think that if you're in that situation and you are going to tell him, she – going into it, she wasn't expecting money from him. And I think that she felt like she needed to reinforce that and emphasize that to him, maybe in person, so that he really gets that she is gen- coming from a place of genuine, you know
1: – yeah. And it, it, I felt so bad for Ryan in the situation because they get there and his place is no offense, a dump. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. he's a complete mess. And watching monsters truck. I mean, not, no judgment there. But <laughs> but like pills and the whole place is a mess. He's literally not taking care of himself, and so he's even on tramadol, mm-hmm. the 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 medicine. I don't know if you caught that, but that's actually a narcole. Um, narcotic like pain reliever Mm. so and we also find out that he's still heavily using Mm -hmm, it and they're trying to wean him off but he's still very medicated right now it definitely scares me for for them because
3: i think that you know just like you said he's like i'm really gonna try i didn't know up until this point but i feel like that's like the number one rule even mm -hmm. if it's a child, you still don't change for them. You ultimately have to change, change for yourself. yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's, it's just going to come back. So I hope that, you know, there are things that can encourage you to change for yourself, but I hope that he really does do it because he wants to do it because he wants to be healthy. Um, but it scares me for that whole situation. Cause I'm just like, does that mean he stays in Wyoming? Can he move? I, I don't know.
2: We'll see. And I think that might have been the deciding factor for Amber on her needing to do this on her own for now because he is just trying to get off the medicine for the baby had Mm -hmm. he not known that she was pregnant then he may maybe he would stay on the pills Mm -hmm. you don't know Mm -hmm. you're totally right it needs to be for himself Mm -hmm. and not for someone else that he's doing this
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, what did we think of june this whole situation really telling amber it is like like it is i mean humongous character growth and i would not expect this from drew like two all. seasons ago and the fact that you know that the whole drew amber relationship it's amazing you can mm-hmm. really tell they can just tell e- anything to each other and the fact that you know the coming to the realization that no matter how much you want to change him and like help him out he's not going to change he mm-hmm. hasn't changed now uh, what do we think of how that all went down
3: I'm proud of Drew, just like you said. I, you know, I wouldn't have expected it. He's definitely the, um, more of the quiet, you know, sit in the corner type of character. He is. I completely (laughs) agree. He makes statements, um, and kind of really profound statements at the right time when he really needs to. Mm -hmm. He's quiet otherwise, but he says what's important. And I'm happy that he, you know, stood up to her and said, absolutely not. You're not leaving. You're, you know, I'm not leaving you in Wyoming. Do what you need to do and I'll come back for you. Good Good. move true. Yeah.
0: I was really proud of Amber for not getting super defensive with mm-hmm. that conversation cuz I was I for sure thought she was going to be like, "You know what, Drew? Leave. I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. You do what you want to do. I'm going to do me and I'm going to stay with Ryan." But she listened. Mm-hmm. And she took really what he said. She she took it to heart. I thought that was so great.
2: It didn't affect yeah. it at all. It resonated with her and I mm-hmm. thought that was a very good thing. But also that was exactly what a brother should do in that situation. Mm-hmm. You don't leave your sister halfway yeah. across the country. I thought that was so great that he...
1: Yeah. Well, in fairness, they're only three states over. But, yes, True. no, I get well, that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, no, yeah. That, I, I, again, it goes back to the whole brother-sister relationship that they really can just rely on each other in that way and call each other out. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I loved it. Drew with his dad, obviously we've seen the issues
3: that he's had with him before, so I think that even maybe a little more so than Amber, he really remembers, you know, now anyway, what it was like once his dad came back and then left and everything. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. 20 It's kind of a good thing that he went through that now because it taught him a lesson and what... You know, is right and wrong. And maybe um, it's tougher for Amber to see that, but he can share his wisdom with her.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I love how the when the father came back, um, you know, it was like Drew was the one who wanted to bond with the father, and Amber mm-hmm. was the resi- mm-hmm. resilient one. And now it's really full circle okay. and having that realization. Wisdom, you know, you learn from your past. Oh, God, I love it. I love this show. Me too. <laughs> All right, anything else before we move on? Nope. Love them. Well, I just want to take a quick break to tell everyone thank you so much for commenting on YouTube and iTunes. Please keep rating and downloading. This is the final season. I can't believe it. But we we would love to hear your comments and what you think about the amazing Bravermans. We love talking about them. (laughs) We're going to be talking about them for the rest of the season. So just keep rating, keep commenting, keep downloading, tell a friend, and watch all of our other. 80 plus after shows we do here <laughs> a week. We do a lot. So, not just the Bravermans, but all the other shows too. Mm-hmm. Definitely check those out. All right. This surgery, Zeke's surgery, oh, the um. day has come. Oh my goodness. The very first scene, I mean, we opened. Up with the kids coming back to the house and mm-hmm. just like wishing him good luck and it got really serious. I'm like, oh no, I wrote in my notes, sad, oh no. <laughs> I <laughs> see <laughs> sad. Setting up the episode and setting the tone, this was going to be a very mm-hmm. serious emotional mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. What did we think? So much. <laughs> so <laughs> so much. much. Um,
3: I, I may have said this last week, but one of my favorite things about this show is that, you know, even though most of them are married, they all have a family outside of their family, I really like that they all come back, you know, the brothers and sisters, the mom and dad, for those type of moments. I feel like those are really big moments where, you know, you kind of just need the the people that you grew up with, but they do that, and they don't... Um, obviously, the other people are very important as well, but it's something that I think uh, I, I appreciate because I just feel like it makes it more... You know, just that Braverman clan. Uh, Julia, whenever she hugged him at first, I mean, just immediately, it's like, come on, what are you doing to us? Yeah.
2: The thing that I love so much about this episode was that I feel like it was so focused on the immediate Braverman family and not Mm -hmm. the kids so much. I mean, Amber, of course, but not the other kids and not the spouses, Mm -hmm. except Joel. And so I, I loved seeing that because you really saw like the tight knit family Mm -hmm. that the Bravermans are, and I thought that was such a great. Thing to see,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And then can, like,
0: when uh, when Zeke spilled the news to everyone that Amber's pregnant, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. the
3: one light moment of the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: and she was like, "Well, nah I got that over with" because she was nervous about telling everyone. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, "You know, thanks for doing it for me." Mm-hmm. And the sonogram, I thought that was really sweet. Too. That was yeah. great.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love the line, "One clean sweep." Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And one I put sweep. awesome. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Um, but now everyone knows. Yeah. So it, the secret's not so much a secret uh, anymore. But I love the scene when they were on the porch. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. They God, are physique. having some really good scenes. I oh, was just too. thinking that they're yeah, killing it this like season it. together. Yeah. Oh um, uh, my <laughs> I don't know what to say. But I was like, I was already like tearing up in the first six minutes, mm-hmm. six minute mark of this episode. <laughs> not that I stopped it to make sure, but it shows that like. Even Zeke saying, I'm going to be there to hold your baby, shows that, like, he, of course he doesn't want to pass away and whatnot. He wants to be there for the family. And I think that was a foreshadowing of things to come in the future. Mm -hmm. So, kind of, I mean, we'll get into predictions. But I think there's some hope for Zeke now. And he goes through the surgery, not to jump too, too far ahead. We will definitely get more into it. But we know he comes out well in the end. Mm Mm-hmm oh goodness get this man an Emmy right now I know give yeah. like anybody an Emmy exactly on this show. for real <laughs> they I all love, deserve it yeah. he
3: just the way that he even I mean he got even better later but the, his emotion talking oh. to Amber I oh. mean come on oh it's my so goodness. Good. it's
0: just it's, so real
3: it is yeah. so and his emotion Andy talking
2: real. to Melly right before he went into surgery okay. I thought oh. I was okay Can we are talking about
0: that for one but, second <laughs> longer than a second Yeah, that was unbelievable it was, it was, mm-hmm. it was so genuine,
2: yeah. the way that they interacted with each other. I mean, I literally that entire time, I just sat there thinking like, this could have been my grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. yeah. talking. Yep. And when he gave her that ring and she that put it on. Ring.
1: That, oh it's intense intense. Yes. well that's their marriage yeah. and even when Millie was talking to Julia be like this may be this the day in sickness and in health mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah, like she's it's even it's con- she even knows that this might be the end if he passes away how terrible is that marriage might would be over Ugh. and but of course taking literally taking the ring off that's mm-hmm. you know a sign that it's over but then physically putting back on shows that it's Mm -hmm. not. Exactly. It's not. Great way to end the episode. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm glad that they did end that on a more positive note. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even though he was intubated and whatnot and he came out clean, there was no complications that... Mm It's just her sitting there, Millie, sitting there, just like, Yes. Yeah. They're so And he opens his eyes. How Mm -hmm. dramatic. I love it. I know. I love it. I really do. But um They
3: played that so well though, the um or just the camera work was so great, I thought, whenever all the kids were walking up to the waiting room, because I thought it was another thing that was really symbolic because how they were talking about earlier, he's strong. You make us or you know, you make us all strong. It's to see the person in your family that is the strongest and is that rock to be so, like, in a weakened mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. Um It just, the you know, I was looking at all of their faces as they were going in, and it was just, oh, it, like, tears me to bits even thinking about it because the, you
1: know, the tube and everything... I don't know. It's scary, I, but I'm glad he's okay. He's yeah, there. it got very real. But speaking of tearing to bits, what would have happened? I mean, the you be see the whole Braverman's waiting in the waiting room and they're just like contemplating everything that's going on, not, not knowing what's going to happen. And but I love how they still like coincide with all the stories that are going on simultaneously with the, you know, um, Adam and Crosby storyline with Ash Ash's room Oliver Rome is having another fit. And, Drama queen. Yeah. and I mean but and then we see Crosby like trying to take care of that and he rides crazy on his motorcycle and crashes. I mean, I'm glad that they didn't, you know, do anything with him, right. but I think they needed the situation to, like, really get Crosby in the mindset, that, like, anything could happen. I could have just died, mm-hmm. and because we see him in the waiting room watching baseball, yeah. he's not really taking it seriously, and he needed a serious moment to, like, get into the mentality and, to, you know, take it all in. Mm-hmm. I
2: kind of honestly thought that the baseball game was symbolic to Crosby for whether or not his dad was going to come mm-hmm. out of surgery. Yeah. I did, too. And so I think he was kind of, when he went on the motorcycle, I took it as he was blowing off steam and just trying to like get through it. And that's how he was getting through it because he was tearing up on the motorcycle. And I thought that was, oh, that's how he's coping.
3: I don't know if y'all saw me during that scene, but I was literally s- just sitting there like this <laughs> because, I mean, have you ever seen a continued motorcycle ride or a car, uh, car drive where they're not staring at each other like this that doesn't mm. end in an accident? So yeah. I'm just, like, sitting there waiting. And then, of course,
1: it happens. It just crashes. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, he's lucky nothing really terribly happened mm-hmm. to right. him. And he was able to, you know, walk back with mm-hmm. the limp. He's fine. Yeah. And so is Zeke yeah oh my goodness anything else there's so much I really (laughs) about Crosby
0: I really liked how uh I really liked his character this episode actually Mm -hmm. I feel like he's always fun and games and he really um he just he he was a little bit stronger than I think we've ever seen him and that was really cool you know he took care of business and then like you said he let off steam and um I I really like that side of him it's cool
1: all right, I just gotta say, you should give an Emmy to uh, any of them. <laughs> yeah, any <laughs> All of, of them. them. But Nellie! <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. When he was yeah. when she, Zeke was literally going into the operating room, and she was just standing there, literally crying. Mm-hmm. I mean, the camera was on her for a good fifteen seconds, mm-hmm. and in film, that's a really long time. Mm-hmm. That felt so real and mm-hmm. so emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's by herself. Mm-hmm and ach, I think she Emmy, had, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> I think she had to be super strong for Zeke
0: cuz I think that he's the he's the guy he's the mm-hmm. strong man and then when he broke down and you know he grabbed her hand and said I'm scared Millie I think she was still, I have to be strong for him, I have to be strong for my husband, everything's going to be okay. And then as soon as he went away, she turned the corner and lost it. And
2: I think yeah. it was almost like she let herself cry for like five seconds, and then she was trying to rein herself back in for mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she yeah. never really cried like with the kids.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. And we haven't seen a performance like this from Bonnie Bedelia for her mm-hmm. character to just like, it felt so real and raw. Mm-hmm. And I loved it every single second of it is oh yeah just I'm pretty sure I was so. holding my breath the entire time that that sh- it, the camera was on her just because I was
3: waiting for her to to do that like okay got mm-hmm. it together but you just haven't it just shows the love between the two of them like you were saying earlier it's just so it honestly it just feels like it's a real relationship which is every show's you know, Goal. point yeah. it is mm-hmm. to make you feel like they are actual real characters, and um, and that's what it feels like. And so, I'm I'm on the Emmy trade, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got they got to get it.
1: Everyone. I, I mean, know. and then I loved how this family, when they're talking to each other, they're not afraid to let each other know how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of families nowadays have that hard time with communication. Definitely mm-hmm. not with the Bravermans. So mm-hmm. They'll always let you know if there's something wrong with them. And the fact that they're not afraid to admit that they're scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, we even see Amber talking to Zeke, afraid to, and scared to tell Ryan about the pregnancy. And then we see even Zeke, a grown man, going into surgery telling Millie he's scared. I mean, mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know to mean. <laughs> I think you know how I'm feeling. <laughs> Anything else? This was such a hard, emotionally hitting episode, but I'm glad they had, that they ended it on a positive note. Mm-hmm. Zeke is good. Zeke is good. <laughs> we'll end dot, dot, dot. We'll yeah. end Zeke is good. Dot, dot, dot. We'll good. there. All yes. right. Let's go to some news and gossip. Yeah. After Buzz TV News. All right. I believe you have news. It's not so much news as I, this guy
2: on TV.com, he wrote this article about basically it's bold predictions and then measured predictions but they're pretty funny because the bold predictions are really aggressive and obnoxious Ooh, <laughs>
1: okay. and so
2: I highlighted a few because I thought that they were kind of funny um, for Amber and Ryan he basically said that he predict the bold prediction is he predicts that Ryan is going to die in a broken bottle fight outside, outside <laughs> Babies R.S. which begins as an argument over the last package of diapers and the baby will be the most promising baby of their own. Interesting. Okay. And then she he talks about how um, Joel goes to Baby's RS, and that's the bold prediction for Joel, is that Joel's the one who like beats up Ryan because he's fighting for a, babe, like, a diaper thing also. And then um, he says the measured prediction for Zeke is that Zeke has the operation, but it doesn't go totally smoothly. He might have a close call or several... Um, and they'll either rejoice in his life or memorial, re- memorialize him in such a way that Parenthood viewers will cure all the world's droughts with their tears.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: it's so, a, it's I think a very can specific. I yeah. love yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, it was. It was a pretty funny article. Again, it's on TV.com if you want to look it up. But they go through every single couple and tackle it all. So.
1: Wow. That's fun. Okay. Well, I I do have some photos, but we will show them later when JTE queues them up. Um, but a couple fun articles. Uh glamour dot com had a nice fun girl talk kind of interview with Mae Whitman revealing her thoughts on love and George Clooney and you know, Parenthood's final last season. But she uh there was a lot of things that she said about parenthood. She said uh for the audition process, she actually um became close with Sarah Ramos at the beginning of auditioning because Sarah had already gotten the part of Hattie of course and she was waiting to do the audition and they met and then they said hey whatever happens if you don't get the role or whatever we should still hang out and when um uh, Mae Whitman was casted, she was the first person, Sarah Ramis was the first person she texted and, and told. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, before yes. her family. So, oh, wow. so it just goes to show that like relationships have already started. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And she said that Sarah Ramis is one of her closest friends oh, in wow. real life. I thought that was really oh, that's cute. Really cool. yeah. And then she said, you know, just the difference between uh, how Amber has grown up in the last six seasons and all the different hairstyles and appearances, yeah. that that actually wasn't the show's idea. That was May's personality. Oh, that's oh. cool. And, like, no one told her to stop changing or, like, you know, you have to look in a certain way. That's just May. Yeah, it fits. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely fit Very with, like, fitting. her character growth because now she's looking a bit more mature and right. definitely in the 20s, being a mother, going to have a baby. And then, you know, she said, you know, her amazing career. Because she's young. She's only 26, Mae Whitman. And, but she's had an ast- outstanding film career. She's oh, yeah. worked with um, Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. And she she said one of her favorite memories was uh, working on the film One Fine Day with George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. But she was a kid in that. And she said, because the title's called One Fine Day, she actually lost her two front teeth. Um, while filming that, cause she, she was a kid. But they had to give her fake teeth, um, throughout the whole shoot, because literally the storyline <laughs> oh takes place in one day, so to keep the consistency. Oh my <laughs> god. That's, That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, just, just really, really fun interview that you can check that one on, dot glamour.com. And then a fun one with Dax Shepard. He, he has a new upcoming film called The Judge with Robert Diner Jr. and Robert Duvall. And he says he's been a big fan of both of those actors, uh, you know, his whole life. And he says it's surreal because he's working with two amazing actors and he's actually, you know, just there being in the same film. He can't really wrap his head around it. And, um, and then uh, another fun news breaking thing today, just found out Jason Ritter will Yay! be back in Parenthood. I'm so is, excited. Is Mark Sears coming back again? Mr. Sears. I like it. I mean, Me too, I think it's fitting. It is the final season and we did not hear from Jason Kadams that a lot of returning faces are coming back. Mm-hmm. Jason Ritter being one of them. Of course, Mark Sears is going to come back in, into the picture I'm surprised what I, I mean, I'm wondering what they're going to do with him. Yeah. there mm-hmm. hopefully there'll be some closure, mm-hmm. like proper closure because the last time I saw him, he said that there's he's being engaged yeah. and mm-hmm. he's gonna get married, but maybe oh, we'll yeah. get proper closure in this final final moments with him, maybe. I mean, Maybe, not. Maybe not. Maybe not more. Maybe something <laughs> else. Yeah. Or just add more drama to the show. <laughs> it's the final
0: season. Go big or go home. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I want to do a quick shout-outs to thank you, everyone on YouTube, who's been commenting, especially to BS March 18. He said uh from last episode, we mm. you know we talked about Sydney not being disciplined by her family. She said Sydney's never been properly. Discipline. I agree, my and I personally agree. My parents would punish me, too, if I ever had that type mm-hmm. of attitude yeah. towards them. <laughs> Thank you to Kate Letty or Latte, I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, <laughs> great comments, and she just really, it was a really in-depth uh, comment from her, and she just talked about Joel and Julia, and Sydney's behavior is reflecting Julia's behavior, because mm-hmm. Julia is very aggressive sometimes, and very accusatory when she's fighting with Joel, and then also thank you to Joseph Boza, who always comments. Both parents need to be there for Sydney to... Parenting, again. And then thank you to Isabel Felix. She's the one who gave us the news about everything. I mean, you should definitely call in. It seems thank like we're, we're... There's so much that happens in parenthood throughout the week. And, mm-hmm. like, if you have any fun news that we don't know, let us know. Keep commenting below. Or tweet us. Yes, yeah. or tweet <laughs> us. We, we love talking about parenthood. And then also, um, we have some fun photos from the cast of Parenthood. If you see this first photo, it is Mae Whitman with the Ella and... I'm, I'm completely... I mean, Ella Mia. and Mia. Ella and Mia yeah. Allen, the twin girls who play the um, the daughter of Adam and Julia. <laughs> Adam and Christina. Yeah, Adam um, and Christina. Goodness. Adam and Christina. And she said... Uh, that text is really... They're all wearing matching. About, she said, watches. You, "You know,
3: there's a special bond when matching Frozen watches are involved.
1: I love it. <laughs> I they're love so it. So cute. I, I am Kristen Bell, of course, who's Dash Shepherd's wife and the voice of Anna in Frozen. And when the, did
3: they get so big? They're
1: so cute. They are. I love them. All right. And then the next photo, we have Sam Yeager on Twitter. He, he posted April... <laughs> he says, spoiler alert,
2: Miles D. Heiser is handsome. Can we talk about... I feel like every scene this episode, he got more and more
1: handsome.
2: I oh, think yeah. He's definitely growing up. He is like, for sure, like, definitely growing <laughs> up. <laughs> you want my number?
1: <laughs> and then Miles D. Heiser even added to that, spoiler alert, Sam Yeager has a camera phone. <laughs> Just I a nice it. rebuttal there. And then the last photo we have... Oh, this was posted today by Monica Potter. Being it is Thursday, she hashtag TBT, throwback Thursday. It's a photo of her probably in like early 80s, late 70s with a sick muck-looking mullet. That is <laughs> the mullet that I've oh, ever seen Oh one. my goodness. <laughs> I had to post. It's so funny. That is I'm amazing. Like, she looks the same, though. She does. In the face. Her face? face? Yeah, yeah. Definitely in the face. So, this was posted today by Monica herself. That's amazing. So, if she's posting it, so can we. Yes. <laughs> um, fun photos from the cast. I love following them on Twitter. Definitely go check them out. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it for my news. So let's get into predictions if we can. spooky music. there we go. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> there we go All right, Lexi, we'll start with you. What do you think is gonna happen? I think that in terms of
2: Joel and Julia telling the kids, I'm a little more concerned for Victor than I am for Sydney because. Ooh. He was adopted. You always want a stable family in an mm-hmm. adoption situation and now it's not stable. So I feel like we might see him not go down a dark path, but I think he'll react a little more strongly than Sydney, who I think is just gonna throw a fit in the tantrum. Right. I right. think that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> For
3: sure <laughs> again. Yes. All right. Um okay, so first let me preface this with I have some, like, crazy predictions, but I don't... This is just me kind of like, oh, this could happen, but... I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, so I have two. My first is that, you know, going back to the someone could die thing... I'm like, I know. what if, okay, so Crosby had this crash today. He didn't get checked out, probably isn't going to get checked out because he's Crosby oh, and he's gosh. fine in his knee. What if he has some internal bleeding and he doesn't know? Oh, goodness. And what if, because I was thinking about it, Crosby is, like, ev- I mean, you've seen, like, him and Julia have these huge moments. Him and um, Adam have these huge moments. I mean, they work together every day. Same with him and Sarah. He's the sibling who ev- not only does everyone go to Adam, but everyone goes to him as well. So, I mean, that would be, and his parents. You know, he's the favorite. I mean, he would be, it would be huge for something to happen to him. I know it's far fetched, but it popped into my mind whenever it happened. Obviously, I would be very depressed if that happened, (laughs) but it's possible. And the other is now that we know that Jason Ritter is coming back, I'm getting the feeling that Hank and Sandy, I hope that's her name, there are going, I, I feel some chemistry between them still. And I feel like, something could maybe come up between them and so mr Seer coming back could have something to do with sarah maybe there's turmoil with hank maybe she gets back with mr sear That's I, don't I don't i don't like that
0: don't yeah
1: have... those very are my crazy fun. predictions very <laughs> fun all right
0: so i feel like ryan is gonna clean up and i think that uh I think that they're going to be a family. I think he's going to move back to California and be with her. Don't know where they're going to live, but I think they're going to start a family. I'm kind of... I'm still with you on the whole, who's going to die? Um, (laughs) Did we talk
1: about... Who's going to die?
0: I think maybe... the. Kid, maybe it might be like a miscarriage, or maybe because oh, ha- the, the baby, the oh. baby, because um, okay. Zeke, you know, was like, I want to hold my grandson or gr- my grandchild. Mm. Maybe he won't get that opportunity. Not because he's gonna die, but maybe the
1: baby won't make it all the way. Mm. Interesting. Don't all don't right. Don't. So so many speculations about death. Um, <laughs> also, stuff. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I still we know that Zeke's. Surgery went well. Mm-hmm. There weren't any complications yet. Right. Not during the procedure. It all went fine. But they did say the line, it all depends on how well he reacts and mm-hmm. how he takes the, the, heart the heart valve. So, And we know that there are a lot of complications post-operation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm still thinking Zeke might die. <gasps> I mean, I hate to say it, but I... There was the moment where, I think, I believe in the previews when he's talking to Julia and they're just bonding on the couch there. There's like the a look in his eyes that he kind of knows something's he knows something. up. Yeah. Yeah. Knows something's up. I mean, and it's not like I just don't want my predictions to come right, you know, <laughs> but I, I think something's I, something might want, I think might happen
0: if he does know something and he maybe just doesn't want to tell anyone, whether it's Millie or the kids. And maybe that's why he's taking all those precious moments to heart and really... Capturing those moments, um, but doesn't
1: say anything. Yeah, maybe. he knows his days are limited, yeah. and he's just enjoying every single. I moment. will say this, and art- he's not the kind of guy who would tell someone if something's up with him. Right. Yeah. I will say the art, this article, the bold
2: prediction for Zeke is exactly your prediction mm. from last week with the yes. spreading it over the baseball field, the whole nine year old. I kind of want just that.
1: Like, to- <laughs> I want that to happen just so I can be right. <laughs> I mean, come on, I gotta we'll give get you Twizzlers something. Some oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I'd be fine with that. Okay. (laughs) But also, other people are speculating, maybe maybe Zeke might not be the one who dies, maybe Camille. Oh, Oh. goodness. All right. Oh, okay, so that
3: could be something because you know how Adam said he's like, mom doesn't look too good, which obviously she's depressed. I feel like they say these little things all the time to like set you up for something else. Yeah. What do you, like, mom doesn't look too good? What do you think? I don't know. Nothing can be overlooked in this show. Exactly. Everything. Everything means something. Nothing. Oh, goodness. And it could
2: easily be, speaking from, like, personal experience, it could easily be, like, she gets so stressed out from the surgery that it causes her heart attack or -hmm. to get cancer. That happened to my grandma. Yeah. Oh, no. Not to, like, bring that down, but I'm (laughs) not saying it's a realistic (laughs)
1: thing. I was like, we already had Christina in her cancer story. Uh, I yeah. think yeah. We're moving on. Oh, uh, goodness. I hope not. I hope yeah. not. Uh, but all right. So much to talk about. Where can everyone keep following me? You on social media. You can
2: find me on all social media at Lexi Hammerspar.
3: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April with an hand. And you can find
1: me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Knev. and you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here at Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all those fun places at AfterBuzz TV. Check out all of our fun after shows, and we will see you next week for Parenthood. Yay! See you next week.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.